Welcome back to the Getting Grit Podcast. I am Brad Pohl, your host, and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. At the edge of a great ancient cliff, a man stands, and there arises in him the thoughts to jump. Why is that? Or is it just the urge we have to get down to a place where it is safe as quickly as possible? Of course, jumping down would be a foolish process to achieve this, but sometimes fears themselves cause men to do foolish things, to believe foolish things, and to turn from God and give in to evil. And sometimes men lean into God and overcome their fears, rise above in triumph. The psalmist King David writes to his leaders a prayer in Psalm 64. Hear my voice, O God, in my complaint. Preserve my life from dread of the enemy. Hide me from the secret plots of the wicked, from the scheming of evildoers, who wet their tongues like swords, who aim bitter words like arrows, shooting from ambush at the blameless, shooting at him suddenly and without fear, They hold fast to their evil purpose. They talk of laying snares secretly, thinking, who can see us? Who can search out our crimes? We have thought out a cunningly conceived plot, for the inward mind and the heart of a man are deep. But God will shoot his arrow at them. They will be wounded suddenly. Because of their tongue, he will bring them to ruin. All who see them will wag their heads. Then all men will fear. They will tell what God has wrought and ponder what he has done. Let the righteous rejoice in the Lord and take refuge in him and all the upright in heart glory. Yet there are men who say there is no God, or they just are not sure beyond their own doubts that there is a God. But all men have encountered God because they've seen the sun rise and set and the tide encroach and then retreat along the shoreline and they have awakened in the new life in the morning. To see that all this human experience just happened by chance would be like believing the Titanic was unsinkable, or that birds and monkeys build hotels and take credit cards for payment, or biological men can have babies, or that stewardesses are automatically assigned to baseballs hit over 450 feet. Regardless of man's indecision about God's existence, God continues to invite him to understand and believe that he is the Alpha and Omega, and there is no other God. And we are made in his image, and therefore we find our purpose, our rightful place, and peace in relationship to him. Isaiah 55 reads, Everyone who thirsts comes to the waters, and he who has no money, come, buy, and eat. Come buy wine and milk, without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear that your soul may live and I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast merciful love for David. Behold, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and a commander of the peoples. Behold, you shall call nations that you know not, and nations that knew you not shall run to you, because the Lord your God, and of the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, that he may have mercy on him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, 
so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I intend, and prosper in the thing for which I sent it. There have been men who have said yes to God's invitation and have strained everything within them to the best of their ability to love God in return. We call them saints, and they have written profound things for us to read, listen to, and follow, that we might become stronger. One such man was St. Bonaventure, who wrote, If you would suffer with patience and adversities and miseries of this life, be a man of prayer. If you would obtain courage, strength to conquer the temptations of the enemy, be a man of prayer. If you would mortify your own will and all its inclinations and appetites, be a man of prayer. If you would know the wiles of Satan and unmask his deceits, be a man of prayer. If you would live in joy and walk pleasantly in the ways of penance, be a man of prayer. If you would banish from your soul the troublesome flies of vain thoughts and cares, be a man of prayer. If you would nourish your soul with the very sap of devotion and keep it always full of good thoughts and good desires, be a man of prayer. If you would strengthen and keep up your courage in the ways of God, be a man of prayer. If you would uproot all vices from your soul and plant all virtues in their place, be a man of prayer. It is in prayer that we receive the unction and grace of the Holy Ghost who teaches all things. We believe that God cannot fail to exist, that God is not bound by time nor bound by space, all-powerful and all-knowing. We therefore must refine our thought and language from the inexpressible, the incomprehensible, and the ungraspable, because our human words fall short in describing Him. As St. Anselm of Canterbury stated, the thought of God is that which no greater can be thought. Yet in His infinite being, He makes it possible for us to understand Him through both nature and human experience in the simplest ways of His love. And so we are compelled to converse with Him in prayer. Wow! What a great and mighty God is Jesus Christ our King. Ain't it so? This is Gittin' Grit signing off. Blessings to you all. Dominus Vobiscum.